NWP Radio. You're listening to NWP Radio, a production of the National Writing Project. NWP. Welcome listeners, this is NWP Radio, a production of the National Writing Project. Today is September 22nd, and we are talking about Our Democracy, an opportunity for individuals and communities to document democracy in their place. I'm your host, Tanya Baker, at the NWP in Berkeley, California. I'm so pleased to welcome Andrea Bruce and Lorraine Ustaris to talk to us about Our Democracy and how teachers around the U.S. might get involved in the project. Thank you both for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, I think it's always great for listeners if they can just get to know you a little bit. So could we start off by just having you tell um, our listening audience something about yourself? Uh, Sure. I, um, well, I'm a photojournalist and I've spent most of the past 20 years covering war and conflict overseas um, uh, for the Washington Post and the New York Times. Now I mostly work for National Geographic, um, but I grew up in a lot of the small towns around the United States, um, and, uh, and that's where I'm based now. Nice. And Lorraine? I am a first-generation Filipino-American, and um, my experiences growing up around the country um, as the child of immigrants in very different school contexts um, inspired me to, to become a teacher myself. And so I taught um, in mostly Philadelphia for about eight years before I became um, a videographer and pursued um, journalism. So I, I taught at a magnet school called the Arts Academy at Benjamin Rush. And um, it was there in Philadelphia that I first became acquainted with the National Project and worked very closely with Phil Whip. Um, and in 2015, I left the classroom. Um, I was inspired by, you know, all the stories that I heard from my students to, to, to try journalism school so that I might be able to, to bring light to, to the, those kinds of stories as a journalist. Uh, whenever we have journalists who are interested in schools and teachers who go out into the world of journalism, it's so exciting for our community because um, these are the places where real writers are working and offer examples and mentor texts for kids in school. So we're so happy to connect to you and we have a particular love for this project and we're excited to use this radio show to tell people about it. So Andrea, could you tell us how this the idea for Our Democracy came to you? Sure. Um, so uh, I think it was in the beginning of the Iraq War. I was a photojournalist based in Iraq um, for the Washington Post and um, I was covering a lot of the news which can be really intense um, and I decided to do a project on um, a prostitute because prostitution is something that affects women in war zones um, throughout history actually and and she asked this fascinating, we actually became like best friends for that year. We hung out all the time and um, I, we would like do each other's hair and we would talk about things. And, um, and she asked me this question, like, so the Americans, and this is through a translator, the, the, the Americans always talk about democracy. What, what does that mean really? Um, and I was stumped. I, I mean, 
I know what it meant. I think I said something about, um, you know, the Bill of Rights and voting. And she was like, oh, well, I thought it meant that you guys were going to make us rich. Mm. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, interesting. And, and then that question kind of followed me throughout my career in different countries around the world. People would ask me what democracy meant because I'm an American also because we, we talk about democracy mm -hmm. a lot. So then um, I came back to the United States and did a fellowship um, at Harvard uh, called the Neiman Fellowship. And I decided to study uh, democratic theory um, and, and find out what um, the very smart people in, uh, throughout history think democracy means. And I held these democracy dinners where I brought professors and, and you know, local leaders into my little kitchen and we would sit around and we'd talk about what democracy meant. And all of them had a different idea mm. of what democracy really means in action today in the United States. Um, and so I thought, well, this is my chance to maybe do a project and see what everyone around the United States thinks this word mean, means um, in action. And it's also a good thing to do, I think, in the past few years to to get away from a lot of the national politics and really focus on what it means in our lives on a grassroots level and how we see it or how we don't see it. Um, and by focusing on what it looks like, like as a photographer, to make people think like a photographer, even if you're writing or doing video, um, it really makes you think about how it's practiced or what does it look like in action. And that's um, a very different way of thinking about it than thinking about it from a theoretical point of view. Um, and it's an important way to think about it if we want to recognize what it is and if we want to make sure that it doesn't disappear. So I think you've covered all the key points in this introduction, but I would love for you to give a kind of elevator pitch. What is the Our Democracy Project then? The Our Democracy Project um, combines journalism and education um, and media literacy. Um, but this part of the Democracy Project um, that we're reaching out to all of you specifically involves um, bringing the project to the classrooms and seeing what um, all of the students and teachers um, involved um, how you guys picture democracy. Nice. Um, and we are bringing our skills as writer, videographer, and photographer, in, um, and we're, we're giving you all we've got to like see um, if we can help you um, talk about this and, and, and picture this uh, in your own classroom. And um, is, there, um, is there anything you particular you hope to accomplish by talking to teacher and teachers and students about what democracy looks like? Well, my dream really is that, uh, that you guys will all look at the map of work that different communities are doing throughout the United States and maybe reach out to different communities who might be even very different than your own and start discussions from maybe classroom to classroom. So that would be, or, or even just clicking on a different location on the map and seeing what other students are doing that might be the same or different, even if it's a very different community than your own. So, um, so I think even just having the discussion 
um, because this is a huge topic, but having the discussions to begin with um, and then reaching out beyond your own community is, is the goal for us. Um, I love that idea of classrooms reaching out to each other and it coming in this interview after your description of those democracy dinners in your small kitchen, because I can imagine everybody in Zoom school or regular school pulling up to the computer with their brown bag lunch and having a conversation <laughs> about democracy. I love it. Um, Lorraine, let's hear from you. How First, tell us how did you get connected to this project? How did you meet Andrea? I first met Andrea in 2018, um, and uh, I was working for the Pulitzer Center at that time, and they sent me on location um, to provide videography support to Andrea in Memphis, um, the first uh, location of the project. And so I arrived on location um, really just ready for whatever happened um, on that trip. I didn't really know what to expect, and um, I also had no idea that um, that trip would really change my life and lead me to one of the most important experiences of my life. So um, it was there in Memphis that the, our three-person team, um, me, Andrea, and Rebecca, our um, writer and scholar, first got together and um, we really bonded over our excitement and recognition um, of all that this project could be. And, and so knowing this great potential impact um, and all the work that would have to be done, I decided to leave my position at the Pulitzer Center and join the team full time as um, an education specialist and um, videographer. Um, it's really exciting to, I, it was really exciting last summer when we um, introduced Andrea to some students in civic journalism and they learned about our democracy and they got so excited to see not just a person, but a woman who had come from towns that looked like their towns and was out around the globe doing this work. They were really like, you know, in that way that we often say you can't be what you can't see. Seeing Andrea for a lot of students in small towns was really exciting and important. And I think, um, Lorraine, you bring this, uh, like, frame of education of reaching young people through this project that, um, that makes those connections and knows sort of how schools work and how to do this kind of work. So talk a little bit about um, why... You made this big leap. Um, what about the education component seemed important to you? Uh, <clears throat> uh, for me, the um, for me, education and journalism. I think the goals are really, you know, one in the same. So. Um, for me, the entirety of this project is an education endeavor. Um, you know, all of it, the, uh, the content that we're creating as a team um, and also um, the work that we're hoping to do through schools, all of it is an, an effort um, to educate and to expand people's understandings of democracy and to really um, help them get started in, in this journey of taking a closer, more conscious look at the, um, at America, um, and the, the country that we live in. Um, I think that, uh, because 
uh, Frieri was such a, a huge part of, um, you know, my development of as a teacher and also the development of my pedagogy. Um, I kind of bring a Friarian lens to basically everything that I do. And I think that this project um, really utilizes a lot of Friarian um, world reading and writing on both our part and hopefully on the part of students and teachers that get involved. Um, the main question of the project is, um, what does democracy look like? And, and that's a huge question, you know, just for three women um, to try to answer. And I think what we're really hoping to do um, is to get as many eyes on that question as possible so that um, through schools, um, we're able to uh, build a record, a sort of tapestry um, of photographs of what democracy looks like to to as many people in this country as possible and especially um, in the eyes of students um, the people um, the members of this democracy that are going to be leading it into the future um, and then there's this also this other layer of why the education component is so important to us and i think it might be useful to to, to mention um, a special moment uh, that we experienced um, in Memphis. Um, so in Memphis, uh, we led a democracy discussion. It's something that we do in every single location. And as Andrea mentioned, it's something that she began during her time at Harvard. Um, and in Memphis, we met with a uh, really amazing, very moving group of um, formerly incarcerated men and women who talked with us about their community and about their beliefs and understandings of democracy. And in that group, there was a really inspiring um, person. His name is William Holden, and um, he was 24 at the time, and he really just blew us away with, you know, everything that he had to say, um, you know, from Tupac to Plato, poetry and politics. He had so much to say about everything. And, and during that conversation, he said something, and I'll read it now for you so that I don't misquote him. Um, he said, in America, the only time you see a black man, if he ain't a politician, is when you know they're going to jail for killing someone or drug trafficking or something. And I literally have to sit and think about it. The only reason why people care about my story is because I got a green shirt on. Now, to me, that's crazy, but I'm glad I could put this green shirt on so someone could care about my story. And it was such a meta moment um, mm -hmm. with the camera on him and and journalists before him. Um, and as he sat in a room full of um, his coworkers and others in the program, all of them wearing their green shorts, shirts as a sort of uniform for their reentry program. Mm -hmm. And his critique of media and what stories are told and not told was just so, so spot on that it made it really clear um, that we really had to create a space for people in the communities we visit and all the communities that we won't get to visit as a team for those communities to have a say in what stories become part of our project, how they're told, and for them to have a chance to cover those stories themselves. Mm -hmm. So democratizing our reporting process is really one of our biggest goals as a team. And we thought, you know, what um, better way to do it than to do it through schools? 
um, where you know teachers and students um, can really engage in this process and also um, have an experience that might lead them to you know to become media um, makers in the future um, and really transform how they see journalism and what it could be especially today <laughs> especially today um, thank you so much for that answer uh, I wrote down so many things you said I want to hold on to um, I just want for listeners who might be hearing about our democracy project for the first time I want to just take a step back and say that when I met you Andrea through Lorraine we you were setting out to travel around the country to many places um, you had been to some places cities small towns you had been I think at that time to San Francisco and you were maybe on your way to somewhere in the southeast anyway uh, maybe you know it was after Memphis, obviously, but you have been travel. You had been traveling around the country, going to places and working in communities to say, "What does democracy look like?" And here's how I think about it as a photographer. And what, how can you tell us your stories? And this was very exciting, uh, and we began to think about where we knew teachers and educators and kids who might intersect with your travels, and we might be able to connect. The writing project to the Our Democracy project. And then this happened, and we are all grounded in our separate places, and you aren't going to all these towns and cities. Um, and that is a real loss. I want to, I just want to make space for us to say that must feel really hard when you had this vision of this project that yeah. would put you on the ground in all these places and face to face with people. Um, but like many things that 2020 has taken away, <laughs> I feel like in each there's a sort of silver lining of what's possible, what we're figuring out is possible once we get over the hurt of the loss of things. And one thing that seems really possible is that in a way, uh, virtually, maybe many more people will have access to participate in this conversation with you because it won't really matter where they are if they want to get involved. So what has happened to our democracy now that we are for the, for the moment grounded? What, what does our democracy look like if you're not traveling from town to town? And we can follow that with, um, you can talk us through how people can get involved wherever they are. Sure. Um, well, I think that actually that last thing that you said is what we've done um, is that we have been able to do the project wherever we happen to be. Um, and I divide my time in small towns between North Carolina and Indiana. Uh, Lorraine lives in Philly and uh, Rebecca lives in New York City and they're very different places with different experiences with democracy and we've been able to um, kind of very carefully cover parts of our own communities there um, and and then also continue to reach out to the people we've covered in the past and we've been to Memphis and and um, 
Montana and uh, <laughs> everywhere, really. We've been to um, uh, probably at least half of the states of, of this country. So, um, so kind of, you know, calling them and checking up on people and seeing where, where people are and how people are handling this time. Um, what are their concerns and how are things changing for them? How are, how are their views on democracy changing too? Um, but mostly it's been d diving into how to bring um, this project to, you know, all, all of you um, and to, to try to make, um, you know, journalism with writing and photography and video um, accessible to, to teachers and try to make it um, something that's possible maybe even while you all are kind of stuck at home. Um, and make it something fun for students to dive into because um, because it, it's also a, a huge um, journalism is a huge uh, cornerstone for democracy <laughs> all around the world which I've found in my in my um, career for sure but also uh, since we've begun this project the way people see journalism has been changing a little bit so just even keeping that in our minds has been has been fascinating. But yeah, we um, we also welcome all of you to reach out to us. So if you would like to also um, maybe talk to us through Zoom, we could we could visit your classrooms um, online. Maybe introduce you to the project, show some of the work we've done in the past, um, and uh, and hopefully you guys can get involved with the project online through um, the National Writing Project. Lorraine, do you want to say any more about some of the details of supports that you would have for teachers who say, this does sound like exactly what I want to do? Yep. Um, over the last year, uh, we've been working with you guys and your wonderful team, and also Photo Wings, uh, photo arts media and education organization based in Northern California to create a digital platform for student work and student reporting for our democracy. The website um, that we've build, been building with Luke um, will showcase, it's designed to showcase stories by students um, on this digital map that, that Andrea has mentioned. Um, it'll also host um, education resources we've been creating for classrooms. Um, and in October, on the NWP newsletter, we're gonna be featuring an Our Democracy Toolkit for teachers who'd like to get involved and integrate their pro the project into their courses. Um, the toolkit's going to include different ways for students to participate um, in activities that we really hope will help them to um, begin to understand democracy in a new light while also helping them to develop uh, world reading sensibilities, visual literacies, um, media literacy, and news literacy. Um, so the toolkit is going to include um, two types of invitations. Um, the first invitation for participation um, is going to become is going to come in the form of a, a playlist of 
um, really short sort of quick turnarounds activities that teachers can do with their students as they begin to explore democracy together, um, activities that they can do in a class period that um, still involve uh, photography, visual literacy, and even figurative language and poetic imagery exercises um, for teachers and students. Um, and then the toolkit is also going to feature um, some project-based learning ideas um, that involve a little bit more time um, and some multimedia production. Um, and, um, and, and we're hoping that those project ideas will really help um, teachers and students take a deeper look at democracy. Um, you know, on the road as a team, we've learned so, so much about um, democracy just through the process of reporting. And um, it's such an, a special experience to, to um, arrive at a, at a location knowing nothing and to learn so much through interactions and conversations and observations um, that we have, you know, while we're in the community and really just through the people that we, we meet. And so um, we're hoping that these projects uh, are gonna give students um, and teachers a chance to, to experience um, this journalistic process firsthand so that they can also learn through that while creating this content. So um, we, I've created um, project-based um, ideas around all of the mediums that we are using as a team. So that's um, written word, photography, and video. Um, and I'm also including um, samples of finished content for students so that they can you know, study those examples and look to them for inspiration as they begin to um, approach uh, the project um, and creating their own content themselves. And also, um, we're also including uh, some resources from Photo Wings too. Um, I know, you know, as a teacher who really didn't know much about media production when I was um, beginning this sort of work in my own classroom, I know how how hard it can be and what the learning curve can take um, out of you know instructional time. So, the photo um, and video resources from Photo Wings, I'm hoping, will really help support teachers who are just beginning this process of um, multimedia content creation in class. This is all so exciting. <laughs> I think um, writing project teachers are going to um, just be diving onto this site. So, I want to remind people how they can find it. So, um, the, the site is writingourfuture, all one word, dot nwp.org backslash ourdemocracy. And you can also, you'll be able to find information about that in our upcoming October 1st newsletter. You'll be able to find it at our Right Now Medium blog. So all the places you would look for information from NWP will be, will be making sure you can find this project wherever you look. The question I want to remind um, our listeners is what does democracy look like? And Lorraine and Andrea have really um, set us up for success to, as they say, get as many eyes as possible on this question. And I don't want to like make light of the importance of the census, but I want to say like the census, we need everybody to be counted. And in the question of what does democracy look like, we need every voice to be heard. So teachers listening, I hope 
you're as excited about this project as I am and that you will check out the website and then get involved or reach out to Andrea for a classroom visit or uh, get your students photographing and videoing and writing about this question and that will populate this website with as many voices as possible. Um, I want to thank you listeners for being with us today and of course Lorraine and Andrea thank you so much for bringing this project to the writing project because it's a perfect fit and we're so excited about it. Thank you so much. You're listening to NWP yeah, thank Radio, you. a production of the National Writing Project. NWP. NWP Radio.